Welcome to the Man Lab, where we combine science and health in the pursuit of making men great again. What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Man Lab. I am Blake, and I'm here with Jeff from T-Clinics. Jeff is basically a brain with muscles, and I'm here to ask the dumb questions to get some smart answers. In this episode, we are covering anti-aging through science-based tools, and this will include vitamin D, glutathione, and NAC, and also some immunity-based supplementation that you can take so that you can help not only boost your immunity, but also help reduce the stresses in your body so that you can anti-age basically live longer you live that is the goal we want to look at the younger for Can't longer stop it just slow it down <laughs> uh and so just so you guys know as well uh t clinics does offer some of the products that we mentioned in here not all of them we can't offer the sun unfortunately because you know God owns that one. There's a patent on that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, if you if you are interested in finding out more information f- uh, about T Clinics, we do have a link where you can go. To, it's bitly forward slash T Clinics USA. That's b i t dot l y forward slash T Clinics USA. And if you don't want to remember that, the link will be in the description. So, all right, Jeff. First question: Run me through what exactly vitamin D is and what it does to your body. Okay. Well, vitamin D is actually a, a fat soluble. Um, it's a pro hormone or a hormone in our body that helps the body absorb calcium, um, magnesium, and phosphate. Um, definitely has a lot of functions. It helps with you know our immune response. Um, it actually you know it's going to increase like T helper cells, which help us fight infections. Um, there's some mi- microbial action that helps against like bacteria and viruses. Um, bone density, bone health, teeth health. Uh, there's you know going to be a lot of other benefits as far as like you know when it comes to maintaining like calcium levels, which is probably the most important one in the body. It helps our body absorb calcium properly, um, which which is a problem for a lot of people as over the last couple of decades um, for a couple of different reasons, obviously sometimes nutritional or just, you know, environmental, not being out into the sun. Yeah. And so <clears throat> um, why, I mean, absorbing calcium is very important, but why is it that vitamin D is able to help us do that? So as far as like, you know, vitamin D, it, it allows us like, so there's different forms. There's D2, D3, but vitamin D, um, the natural form of the most easiest form to get is actually comes from sunlight and it, it helps, um, once sun hits our skin, it actually helps convert. There's a cholesterol that converts it into D3 and usually D3 will go to our liver and kidneys and actually go to wherever it's needed by the system so we're able to absorb it. Um, so like I said, it prevents osteoporosis, um, it increases your immune response. Um, you know, a lot, a lot of people out there now are almost everyone, I would say, to some degree is somewhat D deficient. Really? It's and interesting to think even in Florida, which is meant to be a super tropical location, there's a lot of people that have vitamin D deficiencies as well here. Is that correct? Oh, absolutely. I'm actually one of them. Um, you know, most people... Even with that tan? Huh? Yeah. That's, <laughs> that, I'm, I'm doing it the wrong way. I'm, I'm getting too much once a week. <laughs> um, you know, a lot of us don't get outside enough, um, even with like 
the last couple of years with like C, you know what, or uh, I think you call it like David or David. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, a lot but of people have been. If like, we if we say David at all in this podcast, yeah. guys, we're, we're referring to the uh, the the C nineteen yeah. that uh, blessed our lives in twenty twenty one and twenty twenty. So you know, a lot of a lot of us work inside. We don't get outside enough. I live here in Florida and I'm, I'm working pretty much indoors most of the time. So I don't even get enough, um, sunlight in general. Um, so, you know, a lot of people don't get out enough to be able to get enough sunlight to help the body absorb or convert, you know, that cholesterol that once the sun hits our skin into actually usable D3, um, by our body. So we end up a little bit D deficient. Um, there's other reasons too, obviously our diet in the world, obviously, you know, we, we eat worse than we probably ever have the processing. Um, just we're not getting enough in like sulfur, you know, vitamins and nutrients. Um, so there, I would just say before you jump through that, run me through, um, with vitamin D cause we're going to come to supplementation as, and diet as well, guys. But what interests me first is, um, with the sun now, obviously everything, like everything in health, it's a bell curve. Um, you, I don't want to look like a leather purse. Right. Uh, like Magna from uh, something about Mary. Yes, exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, while a, a tan looks great, um, the purpose we're looking for is anti-aging. And the problem with too much sun is that's actually going to do the reverse of what we're doing. It's going to age us significantly. Right. In terms of what we're looking for with anti-aging, how much sun is the recommended amount without going too far down the um, usually, you know, they recommend anywhere from like 10 to 15 minutes per day. Uh, get out. Yeah. Um, usually during peak times, um, if you go between like 10 and three during the day, it's going to depend on the area of the country or the world that you live in. Um, but usually 10 to 15 minutes per day, at least a couple of times per week is, is pretty sufficient to get a decent amount of natural vitamin D production in our mm. body. Um, I probably don't get that. Uh, usually on the weekend, I might get like a couple hours, which is way too much, but yeah. Um, and is there a benefit to, um, I mean, people mention as well, like showing the, your, the inside of your forearms. Is that true? Is this because it's like, it's meant to be more, uh, it's got less melanin in it typically because it's always facing down or is that just some sort of myth? No, I think it's more of a myth. I mean, obviously the way we walk and carry ourselves, we're usually exposing the top side of our skin most of the time to um, sunlight. So, you know, I think that has to do not so much with melanin. It's more just how we carry ourselves through our day outside. So, Gotcha. Okay. And um, so, so 10 to 15 minutes a day of sun, which is more than achievable, right? Uh, which is crazy. We we struggle to get, <laughs> to get that. Um, so, with so you mentioned diet, um, what foods will have vitamin D in them, and what would you recommend to people take? I mean, so D D or vitamin D three is actually a fat soluble vi vitamin. So vitamin, uh, or I'm sorry, as, as far as like uh, meats, animal meats, um, salmon is actually really great for vitamin D because mm. um, it's a high fatty fish or yes, any type of fatty fish. That. Tuna is actually pretty good. Uh, so, you know, getting from a dietary side, if you get into like those type of animal proteins, um, you could get into like fortified, you know, dairy milk um, with where they add D to it. Um, but even then, most of us, as we get older, you know, we don't absorb as much as we used to, um, you know, and we'll talk about glutathione later. The same thing is like we just produce less and less as we age. So, um, you know, a lot of times you have to resort to even a supplemental version of D3 to kind of fill the gaps to make sure you get enough. Gotcha. And so we, how much, like if you were to prescribe someone like, and obviously we can't get too specific <clears throat> to some, some people, but 
what would a weekly diet that would have a good start of vitamin D in it, what would it typically look like? Like having fish a couple of times a week or? Yeah, fish or, or even some fattier animal proteins, but more so fish. Um, I would say try to get at least like three to four times a week of a, a fatty fish. I try to do salmon at least twice a week. Okay. Um, if you can, some people obviously don't like salmon, but um, <laughs> it's a acquired taste, I guess, for some people. And you mentioned tuna. Does tuna from a can count as vitamin D? I mean, you're going to get some. I, I kind of try to steer away from, you know, canned products in general, but um, you, you definitely could get some it just in general through like those type of fish. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Um, so stay away from canned fish guys. Yeah. If you can. Do Fresh some like best. Toro, some fatty tuna belly. No. <laughs> um, okay. And so when it comes to supplementation, um, some people try and I mean, everyone, a lot of people have this ideology that if a supplementation means that your diet isn't good enough. Um, so why would there's a lot of, a lot of conversation obviously about with people not having sorry with food not having the right sort of nutrients in them anyway now because of the, the way, way they're processed and, and turned over 100 percent. well and then you have obviously a lot of people have gut issues these days leaky gut diverticulitis ulcerative colitis so the absorption even in the guts subpar or suboptimal so the, it kind of leaves a lot of people still low on vitamin d so i would say majority of the people and majority of the blood work i've seen over the years um even a healthy individual training exercise eating a pretty healthy diet um i still see a lot of people sitting on the low end um, mm. vitamin D wise so more than I've ever seen really yeah interesting I gotta have to get my blood work after this yeah <laughs> yeah I mean you know so a good rule of thumb you know supplementing and you gotta be careful too because you don't want to get too much supplemental vitamin D um, I always say start with like an oral form of vitamin D um, usually six to eight hundred units or I use mm -hmm. per day um, is a good starting place obviously try to increase some like fatty fish um, I'm a numbers person so I like to see like on blood work you could actually have your doctor order like a 25 um, hydroxy vitamin D test to see where you're sitting and so get a good starting point you could supplement um, you know whether six to eight hundred then check maybe after a month or two and see where you're sitting um, um, but even then, I've seen a lot of people who supplement vitamin D orally don't absorb enough. So you you could, you know, try to increase that that amount or the quantity that you take. Um, and then there comes a point where, like me personally, um, and you know, I do a lot of things for my gut, my gut health. I eat pretty good. I train. I exercise, and I'm still like in that 30s on on you know vitamin D 25. And so I actually supplement injectable. That was the only thing that I, I could do to move the needle. Should I go outside a little bit more? I, I am going to make a conscious effort to try to maybe get outside midday, maybe take a 10, 15 minute walk at lunch and just try to get a little bit more sun in, mm -hmm. in small spurts versus the long one spurt I might get a week yeah. and cause you know skin damage. But it's start there, get a 25 test. We actually, a lot of our clients will test that level to see where they're sitting. And then we'll try to go with a supplemental version first. Um, um, but depending on the D3 supplement, the quality of the D3 supplement, uh, the body still don't absorb. Um, I do recommend um, something to kind of kick it up a notch is add like a K2, a vitamin K2 to mm -hmm. it. And that will actually help, your, you know, your the D will actually help calcium absorption. The vitamin K actually helps 
put the vitamin D where it needs to go to the right places, mm. obviously bones, um, you know, as far as the tissues, um, but prevent not so much getting stored into our tissues or a lot of it just being unused or building up in our system. Sometimes you, I, I just had a guy actually, it's crazy. This guy was like overkill. He's trying to be too healthy and he's, he's eating the right foods. He's taking a vitamin D supplement. He was actually injecting vitamin D. I didn't know he was, he came into the clinic and his levels were through the roof. And so he, he actually had, you know, um, like vitamin D toxicity from taking too much, which is rare. I don't normally really? see someone that high. So he was getting outside time, having supplementation and injecting vitamin D. Yeah, he was kind of hitting it from every angle, and, and but he was actually a good responder. So he was getting probably every bit of it. And that so, guy probably never got COVID. Uh, no, I mean, <laughs> immune response was good. He, uh, but he was having some kidney issues, um, some urinary flow problems. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we kind of like at first at glance, it looked like he had some kidney stress. And so thyroid was slightly off. So it took us a little bit to dive. And then he finally brought out everything that he was doing. So we had to taper back on a lot of his supplementation. Jeez. Okay. And so, so you mentioned having six to 800 to start, that's a great start. starting point. And I would say like- I got a pill that has 10,000 international yeah. units. So I'll, I'll tell you, like that's kind of high limit per day. But even then- Like, like once a week is No, I would, I would, I would, if you're already doing it daily- No, would I, I'm not. Okay. So, it's been sitting on the shelf for a while. Yeah, I would get consistent with it. Well, no matter what you're doing, get consistent, get a blood test, see where you're at. If you're absorbing good and, and your levels are within a healthy range, not too low, not too high, mm -hmm. um, keep doing what you're doing. And then, but the good thing is you have a number to adjust from, from there. So, you know, if you're getting too much, you could taper it down or put it less frequent in, in, you know, into your dietary regimen or supplement regimen. If you're noticing a drop in energy levels and libido, listen up. After the age of 30, men's production of testosterone starts to decline year after year. And with this comes challenges like trouble losing weight, feeling tired, lowered sexual desire, and a lower drive to be the best version of yourself. A comprehensive blood test has become the industry standard for showing fast, accurate total testosterone and free testosterone levels. And this information is vital for understanding if it is necessary or unnecessary to take the next step with TRT. To get this blood test, go to bit.ly slash tclinicsusa. That's bit.ly forward slash tclinicsusa. If you can't remember that, the link is in the description. Now let's get back to the show. What is the real importance of having a K2 supplementation with D3 and what's what's the difference of not taking it versus taking it? So you could take vitamin D D or D3 and basically your levels of, of or calcium can go up and, and your body can absorb a lot more calcium, but sometimes it's not directed in the right direction. So a lot of it kind of gets into the tissues and, and the fat tissues and it doesn't really go to the bones. Um, you don't see as good of immune response from it. So K K actually just helps direct where the calcium is going to go. Okay. So, um, so, and I usually like personally, like a good starting point for me, um, I, I feel like six to 800 is a low per recommendations. Um, most people could do good with like, you know, a 5,000 unit of vitamin D3, um, oral supplement, um, and then maybe match it with like three to 500 of, um, K2. Okay. Uh, so in terms of supplementation, cause I'm going to give you a shameless plug here. Um, the the new Viva Immune Plus is Immune it? Defend Immune Defend um, that one I mean I've been taking it I you recommend having five a day 
of the the yeah, capsules. So, so I have five, like two, okay. and that thing's still like. So I mean, that's not bad. So just so you know, like that supplement has five thousand of vitamin D three, um, cholecalciferol, which is the form that you want. Um, has K two at like four thousand. Um, it has um, actually vitamin E and vitamin C for antioxidants, um, just to kind of keep our our cells healthy. You know, prevents like free radicals and oxidative stress. Um, that actually has curcetin in it, which mm. at, at like one gram. And curcetin is actually like a um, like a, a flavonoid antioxidant that actually helps with a, a bunch of stuff. It has antihistamine properties, um, increases obviously antioxidants to help our cell health, um, improves your immune system. There's cardiac benefits. Most of it stems back to um, decreasing inflammation. Most inflammatory processes or inflammation in the body kind of starts a lot of disease processes in the body. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, a lot of people say taking a vitamin D supplement will help me lose weight. It will indirectly, it actually will decrease inflammation. And, uh, you know, obviously if your inflammation, your system's down, your metabolic processes will be better. So, you know, you're, you're less chance to become obese, insulin resistance, um, you know, inflammation wreaks havoc on our system. So yeah. it has curcetin and then there's zinc in there, which is a sense. mineral just yeah. to kind of boost like your natural immune response. Yeah, it's funny because like, I mean, my wife hates pills and she's like, you know, she's one of those people like if you – Take a supplement. That means that it's a sign that your diet's not right. Uh, but it's funny because like there's been probably two or three times now where she's feeling herself get sick overnight, and then I'm just like, just take one, and she's like, ugh, fine. And then she, I, whether or not it's a placebo or not with her, but the next day she's like, I feel great. I feel like I was never getting sick. I mean, so we we it's actually quite brought that supplement <laughs> out at the beginning of COVID because, you know, that was a common question we got from clients is yeah. like, what should I take for immune system? And I always obviously try to start with a more affordable option, something that you could do without having to like get too invasive or take a shot like me you know me i like to take all the shots so <laughs> love and eat it. if it comes in a shot i'll take it so um obviously you can control you're getting a lot more by taking an injection but not necessary for everyone um but that supplement definitely i mean the quality of it just to, it has everything you need to, to get the best out of the d3 k2 but even then like i took it mm. and i didn't move so like you know that's kind of where it's important to kind of check and like so just let me know if you want to check your levels let's see where you're at yeah um get consistent with it and then let's see where you're at and then we'll be able to adjust accordingly. Yeah. It's, 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 um, the, the, the next thing I wanted to ask was we've touched on it earlier, but, um, run me through all the potential risks of having too much vitamin D in your body. So having too much, um, you know, that's called like, um, what is it? Hypercalcemia or vitamin D toxicity. Um, usually when levels get too high, it it could actually put stress on the kidneys. A lot Mm -hmm. of people tend to have, you know, um, a little bit of kidney stress, um, frequent urination, nausea, vomiting. Um, it's just, you end up getting too much where it's starting to get stuck into the tissues and it's not being used. Mm -hmm. Um, not common, but, um, you know, it's definitely something to look out for. Yeah. And so what are some, I mean, you mentioned that other guy that was supplementing, eating right to the T plus getting sun plus he was shooting like, he was shooting like a hundred thousand a week. So I take only 25,000 a week and it moves me like, it almost doubled my number. Okay. So, so I do 25,000 units in injection once a week. So it's, it, he so was doing like four times. That. So it's pretty hard to go yeah, too hard. Yeah, yeah. I would have had to been shooting a couple of CCs of that. Okay. <laughs> so. All right. So that makes people, that makes me feel better. I'm like, yeah. so people that are like, you have to be more of a super obsessive person with vitamin D to yeah. get over like, 
Yeah. No, I, I am, and honestly, more times than not, I see people, once again, they eat right or they supplement and they're getting nothing out of it. Um, I do see a lot of people with just a plain D3 supplement without the K2 that, that it, it, they are responding less to it mm-hmm. um, and it's not moving the needle um, in the system. So um, definitely if you're going to get a D3, make sure it has K2. Um, you know, there's if you want to go cheap, there's uh, Life Extension makes a good D3 K2. It's okay. like 16 bucks. Yeah. I'll give you the shameless plug there. Go, yeah. Just go uh, the new Viva Immune Defend. Defend. Uh, for anyone who's actually wondering about that, it is available not on the T-Clinic's website, but on new Viva's website. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. They, they could actually reach out to any of the new Viva clinics and we could yeah. offer it. Yeah. Um, I'll have the link in the description for that too for you guys. But um, yeah, I swear by it. I feel... My wife, well, she'll say that it's a miracle thing. I don't believe in miracles, but take her word for it. <laughs> you know, and we didn't even touch on, like, there, you could go so much deeper with D3. Um, you know, a lot of times when people are low, low in D3, it causes fatigue. Um, I'll tell you, mood for a lot of people, you know, over the last couple of years, being people pent up, not getting outside, not socializing. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, that definitely wore on a lot of people's mental health. Um, so, you know, Getting your D3 levels back, you'll notice you actually feel a lot better, less fatigue, more energy. Oh, okay. Uh, so, you know, it's just across the board, you know. I, that makes sense, though, because when you go outside, you feel invigorated. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And you're, and you're basically helping your body produce its own natural form of D3, which eventually gets used by the body. Yeah. So, and so, so. But in moderation. So if you're low on vitamin D, the side effects include. Like low energy, tired, fatigue, sick all the time. Your immune response sucks. Emotion, um, uh, yeah, mood. Def, mood, emotion, depression. Um, I, I don't want to go directly saying that it's directly linked to. I think I, it has to do with just feeling like crap. Yeah. It can be an influencing factor yeah, on for that. Sure. That makes sense because it is. It is funny how as soon as you walk outside and you're in the sun, you just feel instantly just a little bit better. Well, I'm from Ohio, and like. Yeah, you always feel good when you leave Ohio? Yeah. I actually was just up there this past weekend visiting some family and um, just not having sun or not getting outside. It definitely makes a difference in just your overall mood. Yeah, okay. So, so guys, get a little bit more sun. Um, we'll be back in one second, guys. We've just got to quickly run to the bathroom. Sorry. All right, guys, we're back. So what we're going to touch on next is glutathione, glutathione. I don't really know exactly how to say it. How do I say it? Glutathione. Glutathione. Yeah. I think in a video I said glutathione. Yeah. You know, Thoin. <laughs> so run me through what is glutathione. So glutathione is actually like the most potent antioxidant in our body. Actually, it's been coined as like the mother of all antioxidants or the master antioxidant in, in our system. Um, antioxidants, let's just kind of just go layman's terms. Antioxidants, a lot of times we could take like supplements supplements and, you know, fruits and vegetables, antioxidants, or think of them like almost like garbage men driving in garbage trucks in our system. Mm -hmm. And they're meant to kind of eliminate free radicals in our system. So let's kind of go to free radicals. Free radicals build up in our system from like pollutants, environmental toxins, um, like certain things in our food, normal stress response, metabolic processes will tend to build up free radicals in our system. And think of free radicals kind of like little like gremlins in our system that go Mm. around and like just kind of start eating that and killing or trying to deteriorate the cells of our body. So if are our, they like toxins in a way, basically? Yeah, absolutely. Like Simply, yeah. Pretty much just think of them as toxins that are killing our cells. And so obviously the 
less or more unhealthy our cells are, disease processes are more rampant, um, our immune system goes down. It, it just, you know, free radicals tend to just kind of cause a lot of issues over time. Um, our body actually produces glutathione on its own. Usually when we're younger, we, we have a lot more production of as we start aging, as with most processes in our body, testosterone starts declining, growth hormone starts declining, glutathione actually starts declining. It's mainly produced in our liver. It's mm -hmm. actually can be recycled in our liver. So that's kind of why it's like the mac daddy antioxidant. If you were going to pick an antioxidant, um, it could be recycled in our liver and our liver, you know, is basically our master detoxifying organ in our system. Um, so, you know, there's over time, people just poor diet, um, medications. I, I mean, if you see half the list of medications I see people on now, um, a lot of them are liver toxic or hepatoxic that cause stress and then the liver just can't regenerate glutathione. So the medications cause problems for the liver? They can't. Yes, yeah, certain medications, if they cause like liver stress, mm -hmm. um, I mean, you could get into like acetaminophen or like pain pills. A lot of them will, will definitely put stress to the liver and the liver can't do a good job of producing glutathione over time. So- um, but getting back to like, you know, antioxidants, um, you know, they're meant to kind of go around and kind of collect the free radicals before they deteriorate the cells, take them to our liver for our liver to remove them. Mm -hmm. um, and then obviously we excrete it into the landfill or our toilet, right? <laughs> and so we get, get rid of them out of our system. Um, so, you know, the goal is to obviously try to keep your antioxidant levels higher. Um, obviously, glutathione is going to be the, the number one you'd want to keep kind of effective or active in your system. Yep. Yeah, okay. And so uh, why is it the, the best one for us? And is there, is there a correlation? Because, I mean, we've mentioned vitamin D taps into uh, liver glucose, <clears throat> sorry, blood calcium concentration calcium. and, and yep. it helps with the liver. Is there a correlation or like a pairing with glutathione and vitamin D work together or they um, I think they're indirectly going to help each other out so glutathione actually helps repair the liver and keep the liver strong um, also like I said it helps remove toxins out of the system whereas usually when you take a vitamin D3 it's going to obviously make its way to the liver and then the kidneys where it gets put back into like the most usable form of vitamin D for our system but they both in general just decrease inflammation, which will obviously decrease de disease processes in our system. So. Gotcha. And what, how can we help produce our glutathione? Is there like, is there natural ways to do it? Yeah. So there's, you know, when we're younger, we actually produce a lot more, um, usually diets, a lot more sulfur um, diets or amino acids. And I'll kind of take a step back. So glutathione, they're actually, it's combined of like three amino acids, cysteine, or N-acetylcysteine, which we'll talk about in a second. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's probably one of the main ones. Um, you have glycine and then glutamic acid. And so we get that from certain foods, cruciferous vegetables, fruits. Um, you could get it from- What more, are some examples like that? Like broccoli? Yeah, broccoli, uh -huh. um, actually cabbage. Um, so a lot more of the leafy greens um, definitely help out with that. Um, onions. Are actually great. Um, you garlic. All the things I don't love. Yeah. Garlic's good, actually. Yeah. I'll go garlic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and a lot of people will say, well, that's great for your immune system. Well, why is it good for your immune system? Because it helps with glutathione production, which is uh, our master antioxidant. So, um, but you could do it through dietary. Um, you know, I, I, over the last like three decades, I feel like, you know, obviously our food production and quality of the food. And, you know, now you get into like env environmental toxins and pesticides. And so uh, those tend to cause more 
stress and usually free radicals build up. And what mm-hmm. happens with a lot of people over time is the free radicals kind of overtake the antioxidants. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's typically where a lot of disease processes start in our system. So, you know, we want to try to keep glutathione or just antioxidants in general high so we can keep that ratio where you got a lot more antioxidants than you do free radicals killing our cells. If you're interested in finding out whether or not you may or may not have low testosterone, there is a free online test called the Adam test. Now this questionnaire takes only 60 seconds to complete and has up to an 88% accuracy rating. To access this free test, you just go to bit.ly forward slash free Adam test. That's bit.ly forward slash free Adam test. And if you don't want to remember that, the link is in the description of this video or audio if you're listening to it. bit.ly forward slash free Adam test. Find out 60 seconds, got nothing to lose. Let's get back to the show. So you mentioned leafy greens. I'm going to guess like iceberg lettuce is not one of them. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, it's, it depends on what type of leafy greens we talking about. Um, I would say more like broccoli. You could get into like Brussels sprouts. Um, what <laughs> else do you, what do you, you're like, I, <laughs> damn, I hate that. We're talking about like raw about rocket. I don't know what you guys call that. The rocket. It's like a little leafy thing. Now we're talking two different languages. Oh, That's yeah. Australian. Yeah, I was, I'm like, um. You guys don't have rocket here? Uh-uh. Okay. Well. Okay, what what about what other leafy greens? We've got broccoli, we've got um, Brussels sprouts. I mean, those are going to probably be the two better spinach? ones. Yeah, spinach Baby will be fine. Cruciferous, just anything cruciferous. Arugula. Arugula? Yeah. Is I that, don't even know what that is. Uh, is that what rocket is? Yeah. There Arugula. You go. Okay. That what? You guys name shit weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's rocket. <laughs> yeah, rocket. <laughs> But, um, all right, and so... So you could do it through diet. Yeah. Um, but most people obviously don't Rugal, consume enough. You're throwing me off with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you could do it through, you know, supplementation. Um, you know, there's there's supplements you could take. Um, I already kind of spoke on, like, N-acetylcysteine. Um, yeah. Just cool story. Well, funny story. <laughs> um, it used to be used in the 1990s as a dietary supplement. Is it NAC or is it N- NAC, N-acetylcysteine, which is actually a precursor to glutathione. It's probably the precursor, right? Mm-hmm. And so it was used as a supplement for years, um, really good for like liver detoxification. Um, and so even like people with like liver, like liver patients or have like any hepatoxicity liver issues, um, you know, it, it helped kind of fix that and get the liver back into a good state, help out with liver enzymes. But um, so N-acetylcysteine in 1990s was used as a supplement and then they used it um, as a medicine for acetaminophen um, overdosing. Um, I think it's paracetamol or something like that. And um, so once it went as a medication um, and they also use it as like an anti-mucolytic for a respiratory. Um, in 2020-21 with um, C, we'll just say David. David. Good old David. Yeah, with David, <laughs> um, they, the they actually banned it. And they, the FDA classed it. It says it's not, it can't be a supplement. And mm. so um, it's still available. You can still use it. But it's it's that's the main, if you were going to supplement something, would be the main precursor to glutathione. Um, but it's... Uh, so, but now NAC is unfortunately listed as... Listed as a banned substance. A banned substance. Yeah, and not classed as a, a supplement. But Is there something that you could take that is similar active to NAC or Um, that's probably going to be the best one for natural like glutathione production Um, with supplements you know it all depends on how you respond Um, you know I personally actually take injectable glutathione Mm. Um, is that that giant that that giant shot you gave me yeah 
Yeah, that thing was yeah. badass. So, I mean, you're <laughs> definitely replacing. That's a great way, you know, obviously through an acetyl supplement, try to get your body to produce more on its own. Um, but you could also kind of just make sure you're getting a good amount through like an injectable glutathione. Like I take 200 milligrams twice a week, and I'll kind of tell you a cool story. Back when I was like 19, 20, I was put on a, a medication for acne. My skin looks good now, but um, <laughs> I, I was on uh, Accutane. I and, am, I've heard of that. Which worked, um, but it's very like liver toxic or hepatoxic. And back then they didn't say not to drink and I was kind of in the drinking age. <laughs> and so I kind of drank a little bit too much while I was on it and I caused um, liver scarring. I had almost 8% mm -hmm. liver scarring. Um, my liver enzymes at the time were, man, they were like two, 300. Um, looked like I had hepatitis. And so um, shortly after that, I started looking into things to kind of help out my liver. Um, there's actually a really cool supplement. Anybody <sighs> suffering from liver issues, it's actually in the States now. It's a liver care from Himalaya just to give you some free advice. What was that again? Um, liver Care from Himalayas, the brand. It mm -hmm. actually used to be Live 52 overseas. Um, it has like milk thistle and a lot of natural things just to keep your liver super healthy and help it detoxify and eliminate. Um, so I started taking that. Um, and like I said, it was Live 52. They actually give it to um, liver transplant patients mm -hmm. um, after they had transplants to try to get it back healthy. Um, and so I started using that and I was able to get my enzymes down to like, I think I was like in the... Uh, low 100s, like up upper 90s. And then uh, glutathione, you know, I kept doing my research. I started taking N-acetylcysteine. And just from the N-acetylcysteine, I moved quite a bit in a matter of a couple months. Um, and then shortly after that, I started using injectable glutathione. And my liver en enzymes are completely normal now. Mm -hmm. I just last year, I had a liver um, scan or ultrasound. And I was down to, I think, less than 2%. I mean, the liver is going to fix itself on its own. I yeah. mean, that's that's a good thing about the liver. As long as you don't beat it up too bad, it'll yeah. it'll recover. Um, but it was remarkable the difference from supplementing NAC and taking injectable glutathione and then obviously the liver care from Himalaya. Yeah. Um, my liver's great now. So And so how often if someone was to take the injectable glutathione, is it a frequent thing or is it in like similar to the case where you I was sick and you were just like, well, so what shots. I gave you was actually a combination. We call it like immune plus. Um, there's actually glutathione in there at 200 milligrams. Um, there's vitamin C in there um, to kind of pick up your natural immune response, increase your white blood cells. Um, and then there is uh, zinc in there, which is a mineral, which helps with just natural antibodies. So mm -hmm. um, you're definitely, I remember you were pretty sick and it, 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 it's a good way to that though. No, pretty great. It doesn't feel good. <laughs> it, it, it has a little bite to it with the vitamin C in there, but yeah, it wasn't too bad though. I mean, I, you, you warned me about like, Hey, look, this will be kind of semi brutal, but I just found out if I just rub the location of which you put the needle, it just disperses everything, I, and I, I was, I, was I saved you a little bit with that. I put a little bit of sterile water oh, in there just it. to thin it out, so it wasn't so bad. <laughs> um, but it, I'll tell you, it's like I used it, you know, over the last few years with David, you know, just things going around, mm -hmm. and, and usually I could kick it pretty quick if I get on top of it. But, yeah, yeah, no, um, that's good. And so, so say if someone's trying to get, like, if they're feeling a little bit sick, I've already mentioned the immune defend, which is really great. Um, what would you, how would they get a hold of, do they just contact you guys to get that yep. immune plus? Yeah, they can. Well, so a lot of times those are done in clinic. Um, yep. um, we can do a lot of our clients that are, are uh, you know, in, in, in under our care and we have lab work. Um, I do have it to where the clients can actually get it and self-inject at home. Gotcha. Um, and there's and no overdose. With, with the vid 
Does uh, it help? Yes. It a bit? Well, so think about it. When they, they banned it in 2020, 2021, and showing just the response, just from an oral version of that N-acetylcysteine, mm. which was the precursor of just imagine if you're taking the straight glutathione itself. So um, definitely helps out. Um, it comes from a pharmacy, so they can't ban it. So, gotcha. Well, I'm sure they could probably say it's, it's still That's a nutraceutical. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. So um, so in terms of like back to the whole anti-aging thing, it seems like the, the most important thing to help with our anti-aging is maintenance of the liver, processing of the toxins yeah. and the free radicals. Um, and then if we can help keep the liver at its optimal state status yep. that'll help with slowing down our aging absolutely so everything goes back to cell health the yep. healthier your cells are the the long longer you're going to live the, the you know you're going to more longevity and that's kind of with like you know going to d get an inflammatory process down like i said keeping the liver firing and function and taking care of it um i feel like a lot of people do get deficient from just poor dietary habits um uh, you know a big one is actually once again medications and then getting into like even alcohol and smoking and just obviously normal environmental you know yeah. toxins that we face every day we just we want to try to eliminate the gremlins the free radicals that are trying to kill ourselves if we could kind of remove them out of the system your your, your cell health is going to stay much better longer yeah we don't want to take away too much fun, though, too. Like, if you still want to have a drink, have a drink. No, I mean, shoot, shoot glutathione. <laughs> right shoot after. straight after. Does yeah. it help with hangovers? Um, actually, it does because it's helping the liver um, detoxifying process. True. So, you know, usually when alcohol comes in, it comes preferential treatment by the system. Yeah. You know, it's. I think it's kind of cool. You know, you could. I could have you drink tonight, check your liver enzymes tomorrow, and we'll see a, definitely a big blip, or depending on how bad you beat it up. I'm a lightweight, though, so if I have yeah. two drinks, I'm drunk. Okay. Yeah. Cheap date. Well, yeah, yeah, cheap day. <laughs> and I will go home. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, yeah. I'm married, guys. But um, cool. And so so with the NAC, the unfortunate thing is it is super beneficial, but now it's just no longer No, it's still around. Us. You could get it. It just can't be – it's not supposed to be classed as a nutraceutical since it's used as a medication. It's stupid. So if, so. if people can still get a hold of it, is it unfortunately – is it – a situation where it's kind of like black market-ish? No, you still get it on, online. It's, you know, they just, I think how they class it for as a, a true nutraceutical. Um, gotcha. Um, it's still available. You still get it. I yeah. Mean, it's not, uh, I don't know. It's, it's kind of like that weird interim with a lot of things that they were pulling away during the time. All the things that had yeah. some benefit to our immune system and response and yeah. overall health. So, But something to be mindful of, I'd imagine, based on what you've mentioned to me about all the other products, buying it online, there is uh, potency questions, yep. there's uh, cleanliness, yep. other, other heavy metals and stuff that some people could probably put it in. Yeah, stay with a reputable company. I'll tell you if you're going to take you know, NAC and acetylcysteine on your own, um, usually a good dose is anywhere between like six and 1,800 milligrams. Mm. Um, somebody with you know, already liver stress or issues, they, they should be able to see some yeah. remarkable change in the liver health across the board. I'm just so funky about buying stuff online, dude. Yeah. Like that's, that's why like anything that I've personally gotten from you guys, it's only cause I've hit you up straight away, straight ahead. Sorry. I literally message you going, what's your opinion on this? What's this? What's that? And then, yeah. Whereas I could, I, I could never imagine my, and this is just my personal preference. Some people don't care as much, but the idea of just buying anything, even glutathione. Cause I'm like, I'm so funky yeah. about it. I'm putting something into my body and I, I, I understand I buy food online, different. Yeah. 
to a degree, I guess. But the idea of getting something that's in this sort of medical range yeah. online freaks me out. Yeah, if it doesn't come from like a good pharmacy, I don't want it. Yeah, <laughs> it funks you know. me out. So it's up to you guys if you want to do that. My personal opinion is if it's something medical, I'm asking a professional who's healthy as well. Don't don't go to a general practitioner who's overweight and ask for weight loss advice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I said, even when you get into, you know, just like a lot of people that even like, and it's crazy when you think about it, like you have, you know, people going through chemo or radiation and cancer patients is probably one of the best things they could probably do to just to keep the, the, the system somewhat healthy in conjunction with what's going on. Um, you know, and unfortunately, so, you know, my mother-in-law, um, passed away a couple of years ago and she got diagnosed late stage lymphoma. And, you know, it's like, I know the proper stuff to do to at least keep things, you know, slow, slow the process <clears throat> and how, how bad things could get. And sometimes when you get in mainstream medical, they don't want to you to do anything outside of what they're doing. Mm. And so it was a, you know, it's just sad and I see it a lot. Um, but that's something so easy. It, it, it's, it's an amino acid, um, three amino acids actually when you group mm -hmm. it together, but, um, you know, something simple that you could do to just keep your overall cell health great. Perfect. So, so guys, so if you're interested in finding out about the, what do we list? Um, immune defend immune plus, right. Uh, and we will be having another episode coming out very soon on NAD plus, which is also going to help with, uh, cellular, cellular health. Cellular health. Uh, NMN. M NMN. There's so many letters in this game, guys. I've, if you can keep up with it, I'm impressed. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot out there. You know, it's just kind of, we try to stick with the tried and true things that actually have science back behind them. And yeah. honestly, personally, <clears throat> if I haven't, if I haven't used it and seen a difference, I'm usually not going to recommend it. So. Yeah, that's the thing I like about you. You're a test dummy. Yeah. So no, listen, I, I'm, a, I'm like the best guinea pig ever. Yeah. I can tell you the good, the bad, the bad, the ugly on everything. So, <laughs> so guys, yeah, if you're interested in any of that stuff, um, or if you just want to go out and get some sun, get some health, uh, healthy food, that's good too. But you can get these products, um, the Immune Defend, Immune Plus from New Viva. Um, this is that's a sub branch or a bit of a partnership thing you got with T Clinics, yep. and uh, the link will be in the description for you guys for that. Or you can just go to Bitly forward slash T Clinics USA and they'll be able to direct you as well. And honestly, just educate yourself. <clears throat> you know, that's the thing is like we're yeah. big into just whether you get it from me or get it from somewhere else, just do the necessary things. So hundred percent. I'm all about the longevity game. Yeah. This is your this is your health you're playing with. So take it take it seriously. But um thanks man. Yeah. Cheers. Awesome. Guys make sure to subscribe as well. We've got as much stuff and Write in the comments if you have any questions that you may or may not have oh, so obviously if you have questions, write them down. If you don't have questions just say hello uh, and subscribe because we're going to be constantly trying to be as transparent as humanly possible so that we can even tell you if it's probably not right for you to take a certain product. Anyways, peace. Cheers. Cheers.